1: Hello, hi everyone! Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Friday! Happy Friday, everybody! How you feeling? I'm really excited. I'm going to Center Parks this weekend. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've been to Center Parks before. I just haven't been to the long late one, so I'm really looking forward to it. But listen to this, right? My period's late. Um, don't worry, I'm not preggies, preggies, yeah, preggies, preggers, but I have polycystic ovaries, so my periods can be a little bit hit or miss with the uh, what's what's the word, what's the word, what's the word, what's the word, uh, 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 what is the word when they're on time with the whatever, you know what I mean? So I'm not concerned that, about the fact that it's late. I'm used to that but to be fair they've been really on time recently apart from last month I was like four days late right and I am now about a week late I remember when I was at uni I used to have like my periods would just be missed all the time I mean it kind of makes sense now I I know I have polycystic ovaries but like when I was at uni I guess because your stress levels are higher like it makes your periods worse and stuff but I would go like three months being like where is she miss girl where is the period anyway so now I'm like a week late and she's due any day any day, the cramps have started a little bit, so what happens with me, right, I talk about my freaking pussy way too much on this, not really my purse, but you know, the, the period, anyway, <laughs> I'm sure you'd love to know, yeah, usually the cramps start about three days before, and then I'll get a little bit of spotting, and then the next day, it's like, <clears throat> period, and it's the agony, the vomiting, the fainting, the shaking, the labor level pains, I've never been in labor, so like, you know, I don't know how accurate it is, but mom, when my mom saw me, she was like, "Jesus Christ, it's like you're in labor." I was like, "I know." On anyway, so yeah, that's how it happens pretty much every time. A bit of spotting, and then I know tomorrow is the day. I haven't even had the spotting yet, and I'm like, "Fuck, what if I come on when I'm away?" And it will just fucking happen to me. You guys remember, I came on when I was in Portugal, and I was due on on the fifteenth this month, and I'm due to fly to Tenerife on the 15th of next month. So great, I'm going to be having this problem when I'm going away. But kind of on the bright side of me being late now means I won't be due on till hopefully I come on after the 22nd, which is today actually. So yeah, and I doubt I'll come on today. I mean, oh God, I'll let you know on Tuesday what happens. But At this rate, I'm not going to be on in Tenerife unless I'm early, which has never been the case. So, yeah, um, that's the update with my ovaries. hope all of your ovaries, if you have them, are okay. (laughs) I don't know why I feel the need to really, like, express my stress and concerns around my periods. I guess because I know so many of you can actually relate. Periods are a really stressful, scary thing and a very fucking painful thing. Oh, on that note, I bought a TENS machine. So if you guys don't know what it is, I I cannot remember what the TENS stands for, but it's basically, I'm going to get this wrong, you stick it to your stomach or wherever it is that you get pain, you can use it like anywhere, well actually you can't use it on your head because it's dangerous near your brain, kind of scary right? Anyway, you put it on your body and it sends like electric something, it's not electric shocks but it feels like electric shocks, but it doesn't feel like electric shocks, right, anyway, it's doing that, and it does it to, like, your muscles, and, like, it it tricks your nervous system into, like, relaxing, so you, you find you're in less pain or something, people use it in labor, anyway, I've heard great things that girls with endometriosis use this, obviously, I've never been tested for endometriosis, but <laughs> it's given endometriosis, to be honest, the periods I get, but whatever, um, so yeah, I got one and it arrived the other day. It's fucking scary, mate. I put it on my belly. I was like, "Whoa, get it off, get it off, get it off." I couldn't bear it. I was like, "Get it off, get it off, get it off." It was so scary. Like, actually, it was scary. It was like I was being kicked by a baby. Like my stomach, something was like popping out of my belly. Like obviously, it was like a muscle or spasm, whatever. Because it says it can cause like muscle spasms and like it can cause like you to twitch basically so my stomach was like twitching and it was like I was being kicked by a baby and I had absolutely zero control over it and it was really weird and I wouldn't feel it coming it would just be like my stomach it was so scary and it kept making me feel like I was gonna fart and I was like is this gas like it was was really scary anyway so I'll let you know when when the pains come which do you know what I'm just praying that uh, it's just not gonna be a difficult month because right Obviously, I've mentioned that I come off the pill now. So my periods are au natural, which is when they're the most painful. And when I was off my pill before, like when I was at uni and I was off my pill, I didn't get this agony every month. Like every single month I didn't get it where to the point where I was like fainting and shaking and acting like I was in labour like it wasn't like that every single month but since coming off my pill it has been apart from the first one when I was in Portugal that was bad but it wasn't as bad as the next one and the one after that and now we're here so I'm like surely it's got set at some point like surely I'm gonna have at least one month where it's not fucking hell mate like surely and hopefully it can be this month and next month like that would just be ideal to be honest it'd be really ideal but yeah, I'll let you guys all know because I'm sure you're dying to find out. <laughs> but anyway, this episode is a Friday. So we I thought we could do dilemmas about anything besides relationships because obviously the tuesdays have kind of naturally turned into that which i don't mind at all kind of love talking about dating and relationships um and i was like let's do an episode where we still do dilemmas because somebody i did put up a story saying like what do you guys want on friday and somebody said like i just want more dilemmas like i love the dilemmas and then somebody else messaged me saying friendship dilemmas and i was like oh why don't we do a podcast episode where it's just all dilemmas that aren't relationship focused friendships career personal life whatever you know so that's what we're going to do today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're here listening, I love you so much. Thank you for being in my company today. Thank you so much for having me in yours, whatever it is that you're getting up to. So happy to be here together. Best friends for live. Also, these new Instagram broadcast things, kind of annoying, kind of annoying. Like, what is the point? It's basically just promotion, right? You just get to promote your shit. But I heard that you can choose who you want to like talking it, right? So, I was gonna make a Lear on the Line one on my Lear on the Line Instagram page, and then anyone that joins, I'll just say that I'll make it. I don't know how to figure it out, but I'm sure I will, so that you can all write in it and you can all message in it. And then, because we've always said that we need a group chat, we need a massive group chat, right? So, I was like, oh, I'll just make a broadcast thing and I'll make it so that I'll personally like go on people's profiles and select that they, they want to type, and then we can all chat to each other, you know however it won't let me make one and I don't know why because I have a creator channel a profile I don't know if you need like a certain amount of followers I don't even know I need to look into it but I feel like that'd be fun so let me know but yeah all right guys let's not chat too much rubbish in the beginning because I tend to do that don't I (laughs) although I don't mind that I kind of love a little casual catch up at the beginning it sort of sets the vibe you know love it just catching up with my best friends but yeah let's get into some dilemmas Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the Line. Head to LearOnTheLine.com to send in your dilemmas and confessions. Remember to follow on socials to see visual clips and get involved with the weekly debates. Enjoy the episode. Love you. Okay, everybody, let's dive straight in. So I had a little scroll through looking for dilemmas that weren't relationship based and I found some good ones. So I'm really looking forward to this episode. Let's all get comfy or if you're like cleaning or at the gym right now, let's get productive, babe, you know. All right. If you're driving, drive safe. I feel like a lot of people probably listen when they're driving or at the gym personally I love a podcast when I'm getting ready that is my podcast time when I'm sat at my dressing table the mirror is lit up podcast is on or when I'm cooking that's when I listen to podcasts to be fair yeah 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 all right let's just start with this dilemma guys hi gorgeous girl hi babe Hope you're good. Thank you for your pod. I've listened to every ep since the beginning and I love it. Oh my god, thank you. I'm so happy. To be honest, I've just been having such a hard time recently and I feel so alone. The last year has just been full full of stress. Like it's been non-stop. So much has happened like horrible family dramas. My partner became really ill and I had to quit my job so I could look after him. My dad also got ill and a few other things that were just the cherry on top. Oh my god, you've had a difficult year. Um, I've lost my place. Okay, sorry, I really don't want to sound like I want everyone to feel sorry for me. Oh my god, stop. Stop that right now. Anyway, as everyone else has got better and gone back to normal life and work, etc., I feel like everything has just hit me and I'm really struggling. I felt really let down by friends and family who knew what was going on. I felt like no one was there to make sure I was okay and be there for me. Oh, I've lost all my confidence. I feel like I don't really have any friends and I just feel so low. I need to go back to work as I've just graduated and need money as I live with my boyfriend but I just feel like I can't even get out of bed let alone apply for jobs. I just don't feel good enough and so insecure. I've just really lost myself and I don't know how to get back on track because I have no energy. So sorry it's so long and sorry I sound like such a drama queen. No you don't. You do not sound like a drama queen. Love you. Love you too. Okay first of all I'm so sorry you've had such a difficult year it's really interesting actually not to make this about me but what I'm going to say is I put up an Instagram story recently talking about how um you know I've mentioned on the last episode a member of my family had an accident and that's just one thing that's happened to me in this last month that's been really difficult right and it hit me after so you know how you said like everyone's gotten better and gone back to normal life and everything's just hit you and now you're struggling and you just feel really let down, you've lost confidence. And when I put that story up, somebody replied to it saying I can totally relate, you know, I went through something really difficult and at the time you're just in survival mode and it's not until things even even not not even that it's it's finished and it's all over and everything's fine, but even when things calm down a little bit it can hit you like a train cuz you leave that fight or flight response where you're fighting 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 and then you don't need to be in your fight or flight response anymore so it just hits you emotionally and it's like a punch in the fucking face of like fucking hell that this is really hard what i'm going through so the fact that it is hit you now I'm not making this about me I just want you to know like I can really relate to that feeling and I was confused by it as well and then until somebody messaged me saying like you know I went through something really difficult it hit me after I thought about it and I tried to understand why that might be and I guess I kind of made sense of the idea that you know it is the fight or flight thing wearing off and then all of a sudden you don't have to fight or flight you just have to feel it and then all of a sudden you just want to collapse like you're like holy fucking shit like how have I just gotten through that? Or how am I doing this right now? Like, you know, you've had lots of family dramas, the people close to you have fallen ill, you're looking after people, you're in your like, survival mode, protecting mode, taking care of people that when they might not need you as much, or when things seem to get a bit lighter. That's when it comes so apparent how much you've neglected yourself in that process and what you were going through. And it's really hard. It's really hard to sort of get yourself out of the aftermath of something traumatic. So one thing I would say to you is the way you're feeling is really normal and I can completely sympathize and understand. Um, I also can sympathize and relate to feeling like you don't have any friends and stuff. I've been through so many phases in my life where I've been so alone and so lonely and the thing is it's a really isolating feeling like feeling alone feels so lonely and I know that sounds really obvious but it's an emotion I can't explain and it everything feels very heavy and I feel like you look in the mirror and you look at yourself and and you see something different like you you're just like oh my god like I'm so alone and it's a horrible feeling but what I want to say to you is things do get better and I know When someone says that to you, when you're in the midst of it all, it's like, shut up. Like, it's literally not helpful. You're literally not helping me. Brilliant, thanks. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant. That'll get me through it. I know it's not helpful, but sometimes it is just good to hear it. It does, because it will. What I would say to you is, I don't know how you feel about um, counselling, maybe talking to a counsellor to sort of process everything that you've been through, because it sounds like you've been through a lot. And it's important to feel those things emotionally one day at a time. And I would also maybe consider maybe starting a plan of like, right, operation, get myself back, operation, find myself and write a plan. So what does what does your best self do imagine your best self what does she wake up and what does she do every day like does she get up at seven and go downstairs to her favorite coffee machine and make her coffee and then go go upstairs and and sit at her dressing room and do a face mask before you know get up an extra hour early just to have that hour of of peace and, and peace of mind put on the um what's it called incense oil natural oils thingy you know what does it look like what does she look like what does she do every day your best self and write a plan of like okay what part of this am I going to do tomorrow and which part of this am I going to implement into my everyday routine so I'll give an example one thing that is very important to me and it sounds really minor and it's a good thing that it's minor because it makes it easy to do one thing that is very important to me is My iced coffees in the morning, right? If I didn't have an iced coffee in the morning, it would throw off my whole day, okay? And I sit there and I make sure I enjoy it and I relax while I'm drinking it. And this can be anything to you, whether it be you haven't done it in a while, but you used to love your Saturday night baths, Sunday night baths with your bubble bath and your face masks and going out to Lush or Bath and Body Works the body shop getting your favorite bits in and going right I'm going to make this part of my weekly routine every Sunday I'm going to prioritize myself just in the evening and it's okay if you miss a Sunday because you've somebody's you know you've got some plans or whatever but whatever it is that makes you feel like you make time for it and write it down and embrace, embrace the journey of okay I'm I'm lost right now I don't know where the fuck I am but also understand and give yourself some credit that you've really been through a hard time and it's okay that that you feel lost and and you now on a journey of finding yourself again and embrace it and just say right it starts it starts on Monday or it starts now it starts right now it starts tomorrow I'm gonna get my journal and I'm gonna write a list or I'm gonna get my journal I'm gonna start journaling or I'm gonna go out I'm gonna buy some new crystals it's just things that make you feel like you're starting a journey do you know what I mean so yeah oh I'm so sorry but do you know what I'm sure there's so many people listening that can relate to feeling lost and feeling lonely, especially if you're a similar age to me in our 20s because they are a lonely, weird, really hard to navigate time. And believe me, you're not alone when, when I tell you that you feel like you don't have friends and stuff like that. And also, one thing I want to say is download Bumble BFF. It's always worth a try. Or go to the page on Instagram where I said... um, let's make friends leave a comment in there or have a scroll through see if there's anyone in those comment section if you don't know what I'm talking about there is a post on Leah on the line Instagram page where it says let's make friends and in the comments loads of you lot have commented your name where you're from your interests what kind of you know activities you like to do and people are just messaging each other and making friends from it so have a little scroll through and send someone a message and be like oh my god I've just seen you you said you love this I love that do you know what I mean and yeah operation get back on track baby girl you got this and I'm so proud of you you're doing amazing love you okay next dilemma hi gorgeous Everyone's calling me gorgeous Say I'm just loving life. (laughs) I love you so much. Oh oh my God, I love you so much. (laughs) And I am in desperate need for some honest advice. Advice about a situation which has been going back and forth in my head for the last few months. Please don't judge. Never, never, ever. To put it simply, I keep comparing myself to my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend. And I have no idea why for reference she is slightly older than me and has been with her boyfriend um uh, wait my boyfriend's brother a couple years fewer than i've been with my boyfriend we don't really know each other well but message here and there and we'll say hi and join in on conversation with the family and always back each other up in banter conversations okay stunning so it's like team girlfriends you know so like nothing weird we just get on we just don't know each other very well i guess We are quite different, different interests, personalities, etc. I feel I'm quite extroverted, chatty and quirky, whereas from what I see, she is very lovely, a little quiet and maybe more mature and isn't as open as me, which I think is why I feel we may be struggling to gel. I'm unaware that she has made comments about. Oh, sorry. I am aware that she has made comments about my relationship to her boyfriend before, commenting on how my boyfriend and I go for nights away regularly, how often he buys me flowers, and how we are more public with our romance, etc. I know this because my boy, my boyfriend's brother has told me in a very light-hearted but venting ish situation. So she's giving her boyfriend a hard time because she's looking at your relationship with your boyfriend and being like, well, they're always going on dates and he's always buying her flowers. Is that is that what we're getting at here? Okay. I quickly said, like, oh, everyone's different. Like, don't look into it. Just talk about what you both need in the future and all as well. From this, I feel there is a barrier stopping us from bonding. Being totally honest, I sense a feeling of one upping and comparison. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what, sometimes, naturally, you know, unfortunately, sometimes. I've been in the family, if you will, four years, and I'm extremely close with the parents. My boyfriend's mum has helped me through very hard times. Oh, I love that. Recently... Oh, why did I say that so weird? Recently, (laughs) due to finishing my master's and going into work, I don't feel I see them as much as I'm doing my own thing and on weekends, we're never in and equally split weekends between my house and his family's house, whereas she only goes to the boy's house on weekends naturally i feel like she is the new fave and i feel like i'm getting almost forgotten about or not as liked as she is and it's making me feel quite down and uncomfortable as i don't like this narrative i've created yeah so you're looking at this situation like okay why have i made this a competition like so what if they're a bit closer to her at the moment do you know what i mean it's becoming all consuming now and i've noticed there is now a photo of her and her boyfriend on one of the walls but none of me and mine Even though we've been together a lot longer and I felt like I was also close to the family. I know this is silly, but I know the photo was left on the side for a while by my boyfriend's brother. So I'm wondering if their mum moved it to avoid it being damaged LMAO. (laughs) Okay. Here's
0: a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. I feel
1: like I'm constantly comparing myself and feel like I'm not as like, I'm just not liked as much anymore. It's ridiculous, but it makes me so sad. I'm wondering, am I just jealous? I'm no longer the only girlfriend anymore. She is absolutely lovely and I really like who I am. So I know I'm not jealous of her and I feel the need to say I'm 100% satisfied in my relationship and see no missing parts from mine and theirs. Other than that, um... Oh, sorry other than how they get most of the weekend together unlike my boyfriend and i as we live as we work live further away okay i don't feel like I can, I can tell my boyfriend as he seems to quite like her as i do and is so close to his brother and is extremely chill so he would he would find it ridiculous oh my god i, I can't fucking speak ridiculous and childish that i worry Do you have any advice on how to stop comparing myself, doubting myself and dropping any weird feelings towards this girl who could potentially be my future sister-in-law? I'm so sorry for the long dilemma. Love you, girl. Love you. Oh, that's a difficult one because I hate when you unintentionally, naturally create this competition, comparison situation. And I always feel like when that is just sprung into your mind... And you don't, you know, you're not bitter about their relationship. You're not bitter about her. You want her to be around. You like her. It's a bit like, fuck, why do I feel this? And I always feel like when it's that kind of situation, they probably feel it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like when it's not an obvious situation where it's like, oh, she's really jealous of me and her relationship's really toxic and mine's really healthy. So like I can get where she's jealous. When it just doesn't really make sense and you don't really know why there's this vibe and you just feel it. I always feel like she probably feels it as well. Do you know what I mean? But okay, it's difficult. Because yeah, like you said, you can't talk to your boyfriend about it because he'll be like, what the fuck are you on about, mate? And you definitely can't talk to her about it because like, that's just really awkward. And there's nothing she can say. Like, it just makes things worse if you confronted this situation. And obviously, I know you're not considering that by the sounds of your message. What I would say is we need to work on realizing that even if she is closer with the family at the moment and seeing them more than you it doesn't matter like it really doesn't like it's the same with kids right so my mum could be really really close to my sister for ages and they're spending loads and loads of one-on-one time together but that doesn't mean our relationship changes or like the love and the like we have in each other's company changes, you know. Same as like friends. Like, if I was hanging out loads with one friend and I hadn't seen another friend in a while, it doesn't mean that I don't still love and value the, uh, the other friend. Oh my God, the other friend equally as much. So, I would say, like, when it comes to family and stuff, it is just situational. Like, they're obviously naturally going to be a bit close at the moment because they're spending more time together, but that doesn't mean that she might like you a bit better <laughs> but not that it matters because it's not a competition <laughs> so i would work on your thinking process and when you find yourself thinking in a certain way where you're like oh it's really pissing me off that like she's spending all their time with them like i love being the favorite like i want to be the fit we say it doesn't matter let her have a moment she's a lovely girl, I love that she is part of this family, as am I, it's good to have a sister-in-law that is unproblematic, you know, she's a really kind, lovely person, yeah, we might be polar opposites, but that's okay, you're not going to be really, really similar to everyone you meet, doesn't mean we can't get on like a house on fire, you know, and maybe just, just teach your brain to stop thinking about things in a certain way, next time you have that, oh, it's really pissing me off, like, oh, just, shut up. What? It doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. You know, they love me and I love them. And even if, even if, put it this way, even if they absolutely loved and adored her twice as much as they love and adore you, it, it, which isn't the case, it, it wouldn't even matter. It wouldn't matter because they still love you and they still adore you and you are still part of this family. And it doesn't matter who's loved the most or who spends the most time with them. Everyone is is accepted everyone is liked. everyone gets on there's a great dynamic you spend a really good amount of time with them by the sounds of it and that's all that matters you know everyone's happy and healthy and everyone gets on and it's not a competition if if they spend all their time with them at the moment that's okay i'm happy for them enjoy it (laughs) you know maybe we just work on the on how we're talking in our brain if that makes sense all right babes love ya good luck with that one darling all right next I okay hello I feel like I need to put a disclaimer that I'm not as much of a saddo as this makes me sound but basically I'm in my mid-20s and I've always been very independent I'm not someone who ever needed others to do things holidays cinema workouts etc even when I've been in a serious relationship I still was very much able to do things on my own But I've been single for over a year now. I just can't find my person. I live alone. My close friends are all in friendship bubbles. Sorry, relationship bubbles. Oh my God, I'm making up words today. It's really annoying me. I live alone. My close friends are all in relationship bubbles. I don't have any siblings. And whilst the people I work with are lovely, they are all married or engaged. And I'm just not high on anyone's priority list in life to spend time with. My parents live a few hours away and I see them a couple times a year, especially on holidays like Christmas. Okay, that's sad. You only see your parents a couple of times a year. I would hate that. Um, I decided recently I need to get some sort of pet. Okay, amazing. Sometimes it would just be nice to have a happy little presence around, especially on days when I work from home and can easily go the whole day without speaking or really seeing anyone. I can't get a dog due to the hours I work. So I've been looking into rehoming a cat. And this is where my dilemma is. After speaking to my mum the other day about it, she essentially told me, if I get a cat, I can't come home. (laughs) Wow. And this would leave me completely on my own on Christmas, birthdays, etc. Oh no, that is so sad. I'm so upset for you. That's actually really not, not nice well forget cat you ain't coming home thanks what the fuck she said it would upset our family dog if i was to bring a strange cat around so i simply can't oh didn't realize you ruled my life at 25 years of age (laughs) mum um she doesn't see why i can't just wait until i can get a dog with a partner oh my god I feel like this sounds kind of pathetic and dramatic no it doesn't it really doesn't like we were just saying in the first dilemma the feeling of loneliness is actually really painful and really awful um essentially I now feel like my choice is feel alone on a daily basis but be able to spend holidays with my mum and stepdad who as you can tell aren't particularly supportive or have get or get a cat I maybe feel a little less lonely on a daily basis, but have to spend Christmas on my own. It all feels really ridiculous now I've written it out. It's not ridiculous, believe me. But if you have any advice on the situation, I'd really appreciate it as I'm a little tired of feeling this way. I know, I bet. Lots of love. Thank you for always keeping me entertained with the pod. Love you. Okay, so that's really upsetting that your mum's reacted like that. But, you know, I don't know her each their own. What I would say to you is there are places that you can not put your cat, but like there's like daycare, like pet sitting places. And it's like a big happy place where you can put your cat for like three, four days, three, four nights while you go home for Christmas. Even a week, like people do it if they go on holiday and then they put their dog or cat somewhere and and they're looked after. Or you can hire a pet sitter to come and pop around your flat or your house but then to be fair that would be kind of lonely because your cat would spend nights alone that's not good no no no, don't do that you could send your cat into one of those lovely places where it's like a big play center for cats you know and then you get the best of both worlds you spend every day with this beautiful cat that gives you lots of strokes around the legs you know and they come and rub, rub up on your legs or I mean and <laughs> I was like why have I said or? and then you get to go home at Christmas and just find somewhere local to you that takes good care of cats read the reviews and yeah you you might meet some cat mum friends (laughs) I don't know the cat industry I'm not a cat girl I'm a dog girl through and through but this sounds like a great idea for you to just get a bit of furry company you know also I would say don't I think it's really easy just to get used to like, well, I just don't have any friends. Do you know what I mean? And it's really easy just to be like, yeah, I just don't really know anyone where I live or like, yeah, I just don't really have any friends, I just don't really know anyone. And it's really easy to get used to that. So I would say go put yourself out there and make friends and... That it makes life so much more enjoyable when there are people that you can just pop and see, even if it's once a month, once a fortnight, once a week, if you really love each other. Like, and just, you know, make a friend through social media, through, I don't know if you go to the gym, you could meet a friend at the gym, at your local coffee shop, walk around a shopping center. This would be kind of weird, but definitely would work. Walk around a shopping center oh my god, I love those jeans. Where did you get those jeans? To be fair, they're probably just going to be like Zara and then you'll be like, okay, thanks and never see them again. But <laughs> I'm just trying to think of scenarios. Or oh, you could go to like a girly Pilates class or like a pottery painting class or I don't know. I'm sure there are so many things online that it's about making friends, going to like a girly thing, you know, the nail shop, sitting there, I, listen to me, right, when I'm, when I'm getting my nails done, don't speak to me, so I'm actually really awkward when I get my nails done, I don't know what it is, I feel so awkward when I'm getting my nails done, it's the level of awkwardness I've never felt in my life, and I, it happens every time, I've been going to the same nail shop for so long, it's not it's nothing to do with the people that even do my nails they're nice and I can tell they're on the same vibe as me it's like I'm not here to make friends you know let's not make the small talk I'm just gonna do your nails and I love that I'm on that same vibe same as when I get my hair cut I don't really want to be sat here trying to make conversation for hours because I come out my social battery is on the floor if I'm getting my hair dyed or something that takes hours you know I can't I gotta I brace myself for that shit I can't do it i run out of battery but what am I talking about the nails yeah there's something about it like I feel so awkward and people are around me and they're so chatty and talkative and I'm so jealous of them I'm like god I, I could never be you I wish I could be you in another situation I can be the loudest person in the room right in the nail shop I am my bum cheeks are clenched so tight the whole time I'm so uncomfortable and so nervous. If you, anyone ever sees me, if you ever walk past a nail shop and you see me in there, just know I feel really awkward. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I think let's get the fucking cat and we'll cross that bridge when we get to it at Christmas. We won't bring the cat home. All right, mum, fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm, I'm not calling you mum a bitch, <laughs> but we find a friend or... Um, even someone in your family back home so you can drop the cat there you know a cousin an auntie like anyone can I drop the cat around yours for the week while I go to see my mum at Christmas you know and it's only up the road from your mums or somewhere where you live now the cat home places where they have like a big cat centre and it's all fun and they just all play and make cat friends or maybe your new friend that you meet in the nail shop loves cats and she'll go I'll take the cat for Christmas. Don't you worry about it. You know, we cross our bridge and we get to it. Or we could we could do it in January. We could get the cat in January because let's be honest, Christmas is creeping up real quick. We could get the cat in January as a New Year's present to you. You're going to say this year is about the year of fixing how I feel lonely and doing something about it. First step, get a cat. Because two months isn't very long to find someone to look after your cat whereas if we start in January we've got a long time to figure that out to get some sort of routine in place darling do you know what I mean yeah that's my idea that's what I'd do but yeah let me know love you I never feel too lonely because you can always pop on an episode of Lear on the line and I'm always here for you honey love ya okay next one hey so a bit of background my ex best friend and I were friends for 11 years from the age of eight to 19. Wow. She blocked me on everything two years ago when she got into a relationship. Ouch. What the fuck? This happens a lot, doesn't it? Okay. Fast forward a couple of weeks ago, I saw she'd unblocked me on everything and I got a message of her asking if I wanted to catch up. Catch up. To catch up, like it's only been a month, it's been two years, honey, since you just blocked me. Hey, how things Fancy a cough? Fancy an iced cough? Um, sorry, who is this? <laughs> I was curious and wanted answers, so I agreed. Yeah, I probably would as well. It was so awkward. She wouldn't acknowledge what she did, despite me asking her straight up why she did what she did. How did she dodge that? She said she'd broken up with her girlfriend and I know she doesn't really have anyone in our hometown anymore because she cut everyone off when she moved to uni. Okay, so this guy was just going snip, snip, snip with these scissors, okay. She was shocked when she saw how ma- how well I was doing for myself and how many people I was still friends with. Whoa, why are you shocked about that? <laughs> well, why are you shocked? obviously I'm doing well obviously I've got those friends why shocked (laughs) I think she thought I would have cut everyone off too just because she did but I don't know what (laughs) why would I do that anyway she asked if we could catch up again and I don't know what to say Mm -hmm. we were really close friends and it broke me when she cut me off I build, my, I build my friendships on trust, and to be completely honest, I don't know if I can trust her again. Even if I built a new friendship with her, I'd always think in the back of my mind, what if she does it again? A lot of my friends have told me I'm stupid for meeting up with her, and that I should have some self-respect and quit whilst I'm ahead. Ouch, okay guys, fucking hell, tell me how you really feel. I don't know, I guess I'm just torn. After all, she was really close. Oh, after all, she was a really close friend for such a long Period of my life, so I guess what I really want to know is what would you do in this situation? Love you. Ooh, I don't think you've, anyone's ever said to me like in these dilemmas, what would you do in the situation? Normally, it's like, what do you think? What's your advice? What would I do in the situation? Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. I would. I would probably say, look, I don't know if I want to meet up this would be over messages, I'd say, I'm gonna need to understand why you cut me out of your life two years ago, and I'm gonna need you to understand how much that hurt me, and if I can, you know, if she's expecting to just give me the block for two fucking years, mate, and then she breaks up with her girlfriend, sends me a message, hiya, I want to catch up, um, (laughs) what, did you, have, did you run out of texts? You had to top up your phone. You're not no credit for the last two years. Like, I would, I'd be like, no, we're not going to brush this under the carpet, sweetheart. I'm going to need an explanation at the very least, let alone an apology. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, I would be over messages. Really nice about it, because it's been a long time. Um, I would just say, look, I really miss you as a friend. And, you know, I am relieved to hear that you're okay and and be in contact again but i'm not sure if i can move forward in a friendship feeling like i don't understand why you dropped me i don't feel like you were sorry for it i don't feel like you understood that that was hurtful i i feel like you took our friendship for granted if you could do that because i could never have done that to you um And depending on her response, I would go or I wouldn't go. if she's responding like, oh, you know, I was just going for a shit time, it weren't really that deep, I'd probably be like, "Mm, to be fair, I'm doing all right, I've got loads of friends, I'll keep it civil if we have a message, but I'm not going to go out of my way to hang out, you know, you've dropped me, you've sort of shown me who you are and what sort of friend you are after all these years. But if she was like, look, I am sorry for it, it was cold it wasn't very nice. This is my genuine reason. I hope we can move forward and build a friendship because you were a really special friend to me. Then I'd, I would definitely be like, let's do it. I love you. I missed you. I'm, I'm glad we're talking again. But if she doesn't say that she's sorry and say that it was selfish and give me an explanation for it, whether or not the explanation is, is good enough because I don't think there's really going to be many explanations that would make you think, oh, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? They're all They're all going to be like, what what, but why the fuck would you do it like what does that mean about our friendship as long as she can say to you like look I really miss having you as a friend and I really just want to sort our friendship out and and sort of build back what we had before because I feel like it's irreplaceable then yeah let's just move forward and you know, when someone hurts you like that, you do sort of hold them at an arm's length and feel slightly more guarded in the friendship. But then hopefully over time, that'll just go down and you can rebuild a friendship. But that's what I would do. Let me know. Let me know how you get on with that one, babe. Love you. All right, guys. Oh, I really enjoyed those dilemmas. Should we do the friendships episode more often? Because I feel like friendships can be fucking exhausting and and actually really difficult. So send in your friendship dilemmas, guys. I will do another friendships episode. Send them in right now, learontheline.com. Thank you so much. If you sent them in for this episode, obviously they weren't all about friendships, but anyone that sent any dilemma in ever, not just today, just in the history of Lear on the Line. Do you know what I was thinking? What is the first dilemma I ever read? on the line somebody messaged me the other day saying um oh, i'm i'm starting your podcast from the beginning and there is an episode i think it's episode seven where i was talking about my first ever like not really my boyfriend i mean he was my boyfriend but we was like 16 so i don't really consider it a relationship but anyway we were together six months five months wasn't deep right that's why i'm saying that Anyway, I was telling the story about how he like slept with one of my best friends. And I called him Jamie for the sake of the story. And somebody messaged it to me. And somebody else actually mentioned it to me a couple of months ago. And I was like, no way. That is crazy. And I went back and listened to the episode. And I did. And yeah, I was like, that's so funny. Because someone messaged me. It was one of you guys saying like, manifestation at its finest. I was like, mm, hopefully not. Because the story, the line was oh, have you heard that Jamie slept with, I can't remember the girl's name I used. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> hopefully yeah, that is not what I'm manifesting. <laughs> but yeah, crazy, right? What a crazy time. Yeah, I would love to know what, why am I was saying I'd love to know, like, I couldn't just go back and listen. What I'm saying is, I wonder what the first ever dilemma was, and who it was that sent it, sent it in. And if they're still listening. Oh, let me know. Send me a message. If you can remember that I I answered your dilemma in my first ever episode and you're still here now, send me a message. So I know you haven't like fallen out with me. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Love you guys. Let's wrap up the episode. okay everybody thank you so much if you made it all the way to the end of this episode i love you so much if you did go and comment heart hands emoji on my latest tiktok and i'll know what it means (laughs) all right guys i love you remember to send in any dilemmas confessions dilemma updates weekly debate ideas Learontheline.com. all the buttons you need are there I love you. I hope you all have the most amazing week. And wait, weekend is Friday. Oh my god, result. Unless you you work weekends. In that case, love you. Hope your shifts are okay. You got this. You can get through this. I don't know how long it is till your next day off. I mean, to be fair, that's not a nice way to think, is it? Oh, just wait for the next day off. Hopefully, you have a great shift. You work with your favorite people to be on shifts with and i love you thank you for listening if you are listening to being on your way to work right now hope you have an amazing day hope you have an amazing nice easy shift if it's you're finishing early on a friday get in babe get in enjoy your weekend if you're getting drunk don't text your ex text me instead and i'll speak to you on tuesday for a brand new episode all right i love you bye (laughs)